Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Buffy Podcast by a Scooby and a Newbie. Hellmouth? Hellmouth. And this is... This is going to be the best episode yet. What episode of Buffy is this, This is iRobot, you, Jane. Original air date, April 28th, 1997. We're on episode 8 of season 1, so we're like, what, two-thirds now? Yeah. Yeah, you know, Michaela, why don't we just take this episode off and not talk about this episode at all? But no. And, you know, we can just have a pleasant chat. Like, how are you doing? But no, because the worst the episode is... Don't you feel like the better we can potentially be? I just so, so despise this episode. But you you had to sit through it, so are you going to waste that? Oh, God. Let's share the pain with our listeners. <laughs> so, cold open. We're in Italy. It's like the 1400s or something. 1418 in Cortona, Italy. 1418. There's a creepy demon guy. Yeah. He's all green and got some horns and stuff. Yeah. And then he wants, there's some young Italian boy, okay. Who is super happy. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, creepy demon guy just, just wants his love. No big deal. And his life. He kills him. Yeah. It's not very nice. Some monks think that this is really bad, and they uh, decide to form the Circle of Kalis. Yes. To bind the mesmerizer, Moloch. And Moloch is the name of a bad guy in Watchmen. Oh. So I could not take this demon seriously with a name like that. But yeah, they bind his soul into a book or something. Yeah, no, they, they book him up real good. <sighs> yeah, and it's the Moloch book. Woo, and they, Moloch they book. hide it in some sort of chest and they're like, no one can ever find this because if they read it, it'll be real bad. But they do a shit job of hiding it. Right? Let's, like, just put a, a book that you can open. You had locks on books, man. Right? Yeah, you can lock a book. It's so easy. Weld it shut. I mean, I don't know that they could weld it. <laughs> they can do something. Like, really anything more. Like, there were a lot more things they could do than just... Ton. Just, I mean, I assume they buried it, but clearly they did a bad job of that, too. And it wound up in Sunnydale, California. Well, somehow someone sent it to Giles because they're like, Giles likes books, which, you know, (laughs) that's not wrong. Apparently the library is being indexed and scanned. Woo! Coming into the future! God, (laughs) these fucking computers, this fucking episode. (laughs) Ah, Jesus, the the library is fully kitted out with a complement of awesome computers that we haven't Mm. seen before. Each one has a webcam and a state-of-the-art microphone sitting atop their CRT monitors. I know it was the present for them, Mm. but Jesus. Those webcams brought back memories for me. Mm. So yeah, as we've discussed in the past, Dave is a computer man. So Mm. these computer things are going to make him pretty enraged, and I could not be happier. Yeah, I am a web programmer. (laughs) I use computers, I would say, a fair bit during the day. And all of this episode seems to have been crafted to enrage me. So there's a guy helping them with all this computer nonsense. His name's Dave. Oh, was his name Dave, too? Isn't that fun? It was. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, he's there to help them because they're not as tech savvy as he is. Well, Willow might be. But yeah, he's like a computer guy. Giles is 
very upset. <laughs> he's anti-computer, he's, it seems. Did you get that vibe? Yeah. He's... Oh, God. So we meet Jenny Callender. Miss Callender, the computer science teacher at Sunnydale. She is a teacher. She is pro-computers. Yeah. And she thinks that Giles is middle ages person. So, very stuck in the past. So she's a teacher at the high uh, school. Yeah. The actress, I'm not sure if it's Rabia Lamort. I do not really know how to say her name, I'll be honest. Uh, what year do you think she was born in, Dave? This was 97? Yeah. I think she was about 35? She was born in 1970. And you're like, wait, isn't that the year Cordelia was born in? I was so hoping it wasn't the year Cordelia was born in. Yeah. Oh, boy. So, like, I don't understand how you, how you make that decision to literally... This makes me so happy. <laughs> this is the perfect Hollywood casting where all older women have to be played by younger women, but you can't have high school-aged women, so you get them played by older women... So they just sort of meet in the middle. I was really hoping this would happen with uh, Joyce, Bobby's oh, mom. Yeah, you thought she'd be like far too young for how. I thought yeah. she'd be like five years older than Buffy, right. and I was really hyped, and it didn't happen. So to Here, know that this lady is yeah <laughs> seven years older than Buffy's actress, but the same age as Cordelia. Because mm. yeah, I mean, if you if you think about it, if you put Charisma Carpenter beside her and had them both dress in sort of like more adult clothing, they are probably about the same age. Oh, yeah. Because they definitely tried to, like, dress J. Cal like an adult a lot more. So this scene sounds pretty straightforward at this point, but let me get it into the audience's head. This is a crazy fucking scene. <laughs> We've said the normal parts of it, and that means we can get into all of the ridiculous shit. Are we going to talk about my favorite part of this scene? In a minute, but we'll start off with Fritz the fucker. That was my favorite uh, part, yeah. Oh, was it? Okay. Oh, I God. died. He's just some computer asshole who says various things like the printed page is obsolete. If you're not jacked in, you're not alive. And I'm like, what is this, Neuromancer? The you only fucker. reality is virtual, Dave. Son of a bitch. The printed page is obsolete. Information isn't bound up anymore. It's an entity. The only reality is virtual. If you're not jacked in, you're not alive. So at this point, I like paused it, and I was at like 3.30 or something like that on the on the Netflix time, and I'm like, it's been it's been three and a half minutes, and this is already happening? Greatest right? episode ever. Oh my god, I couldn't stand it. Yeah, this is also when I messaged you being like, I'm not even four minutes in. What the fuck is happening? Because holy shit, Fritz, what the fuck are you doing? This isn't even necessarily the worst part of this scene, which says a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, Fritz is a total asshole who says ridiculous things. Willow is also there. She's apparently scanning books. She has an insane sweater on. <laughs> it is 90s sweater like what? Oh, yeah. I mean, she needs to keep warm for all that scanning she's doing. Did you get a good look at Xander's shirt? Oh, oh, I did. He has worn a shirt to high school that yeah. that it looked like a white t-shirt under a coat, and it says porn star on it. <laughs> oh, that was really audible. I really like that a lot. Oh, God, it says porn star on it. What? This fucking episode. I And you're just... It's... 
<gasps> he's like not really in the, in the scene very much. He he's kind of there in the background wearing this shirt, and you just I couldn't understand why. Why did he have this shirt on? Who would ever dress him like that? So they're trying to make us hate him. That's the only explanation. But he's taking Willow's affection for him for granted. She wants him to stay behind and help her scan things, and he's like, fuck that nerd shit. He's I'm out of here. such a dick about it. Wow. <laughs> Willow's using a program oh. on the computer to scan books yeah. called Scanomatique. Yeah, no, it was French. It ended in Q U E. <laughs> yeah. Not scanomatic. Scanomatique. And yeah, she's manually scanning the books. By hand. With her so hand. she has a handheld scanner <laughs> that she runs over the pages and it scans them. What the fuck is with this episode? Like, was that a thing? I'm o- I'm assuming that all of this was the height of technology at the time like and they were be. so hyped for it. Like, because they wouldn't have used it in the show otherwise, right? Unless it was the tip top of technology. We see that she's scanning the Moloch book, basically, and the words on it vanish from the page as she scans them. And then our cold open ends with the word hello being printed on the screen or some bullshit. Which Willow doesn't notice, but like her entire screen goes black other than these words. Yeah. And she just is like, do do do, scanning. Fuck this. It's a good, it's a good start. Yeah. We're in the cold open. So much horribleness has happened. Uh, So it's the next day. Buffy is wearing... She needs far more pants. It's, it's a short miniskirt. Of course, she's got the big boots on. She's got like a white tank top, white bra, as always. And some sort of like... I don't know what to call this hairstyle. It's kind of like a mushroom hairstyle. The ponytail is on the top yeah, of her head. Like a little like hair volcano. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so both mushroom and hair volcano are very apt. Right. We will actually notice that Buffy is not wearing the necklace that Angie gave her oh, yeah. or his jacket. Which I was like, wait a minute, what? And then I remembered last episode. I was like, oh, no, good touch. Good job. Yeah. Willow's in love, apparently. She has met a cute boy on the line. <laughs> His name is Malcolm. Yeah. And no, they have not met yet. <sighs> but they were, they were, oh, actually, I really liked this. She's like, oh, we met online. And Buffy's like, online for what? So... This is a joke that I get now, like, as an adult. (laughs) But but when I was younger, I had never heard that in Canada. In fact, I think in most places other than the eastern continental U.S., (laughs) people say you wait in line. When you get to some part of the U.S. that I'm not very familiar with, you get people waiting online. And that's cool if you want a joke that's super fucking specific. But I feel like it, it follows, like... You know, it still sounds like almost the same thing. Maybe I did it not It did get, not land for me. I may not have gotten it as a child either. I say child and I mean teenager. It doesn't matter. Willow is a 16-year-old girl. Right. Moloch is a 600-year-old <laughs> demon. They have so much in common, Dave. <laughs> they have so much in common. And a lot of this episode revolves around Moloch talking to Willow online and sort of making her interested in him. And he's the mesmerizer. Like, this is his power. So that's fine. But apparently he's talking back, and we'll see later in this episode that he really sort of cares about her because she freed him. Yeah. I'm a 25-year-old man. Yeah. 
And I find the thought of talking to a 16-year-old girl horrifying. Like, if I needed to talk to a 16-year-old to achieve some giant goal that was really important to me, I'm not sure I could do it. I think I would find the entire thing repulsive, because 16-year-olds are dumb. They are real dumb. So, the fact that he's a 600-year-old demon, at least, and he's all on board for this, I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Good fucking luck. Demon, for sure. I think that... Or it seemed to me that, like, part of his power was coming from the fact that people loved him. Right. And so part of that is he, like, is offering love in order to try to... Make himself powerful? Yeah. It seemed like he needed a whole, like, circle of love thing. Because multiple times people are like, oh, yeah, I love you. And then he kills them. So So you're like, is that what he needed from them? I mean, I've thought too much about Moloch, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, because this is a dumb episode, and you shouldn't think about anything in it. So, Buffy is really not on board for Willow having oh, no. met people online. She she calls him, like, a cool pen pal, and yeah, she's just, right. she does not like it at all. What do you actually know about this guy? It's all of the very special episodes about internet danger condensed into one, and it's so ham-fisted. Holy fuck. And it goes on for so long. Buffy does it by herself to Willow. And then she and Xander have a scene later where they both do it to each other. And it doesn't get any better. No, and I mean, I like, again, this was a time when the internet was still a pretty new thing. And they shouldn't have been after school specialing their viewers. But, <laughs> but maybe it didn't feel so cliche at the time. <laughs> right. It's just, a lot of this is just going back to this episode that I really hate it. I'm sure if I saw it in 97, I would have been like, that's fine. It has a cool robot in it or whatever. Oh, God. Fritz and Dave, the two computer geeks, are both apparently under Moloch's spell. Moloch hears Buffy talking behind his back, talking shit about him. And he uses the webcam because remember, Michaela, everything is interconnected back in this time. And this actually made me really nostalgic for back when the internet had pixels. Oh man, that webcam like, view was just magic, yeah. So good. And there's a there's a lot of enhancing in this episode. Yeah. I love it when we enhance and things get less blurry. Yeah, and you're just like, that's not how pixels work. No, but a big theme of this episode is that Everything is connected to the internet now, and that might be a big problem. Oh, no. Internet. Giles and Jenny Callender, J-Cal, were having (laughs) uh, a whole argument about, like, internet's good versus internet's bad. No prize for guessing which side Giles is on. (laughs) I'm like, you're both talking about ways to represent text. What the fuck is wrong with you two? They're sort of painting J-Cal as more of, like... A hippie, new age, you know, and Giles is a stuffy. I don't want to see anything new. It's stupid. It's just, yeah. it's, it's a stupid conflict, and it's just there to create lots of sexual tension, let's be honest. Woo! <laughs> uh, between a 27-year-old and a 43-year-old. So it's way creepier if you think about it like that, too. Because if you're like, she's in her 30s, that's fine. Oh, yeah. If she's eight years younger than Giles, sure. I'm like, there's a power imbalance, but that's okay. But yeah, no. That's a lot of years. Uh, But again, she's a teacher, so she's not actually 27. (laughs) So they're in the computer lab, Buffy and Willow. Okay, I have have one thing to say. Go for it. Buffy's eyebrows are way too long. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. You just... (laughs) 
Okay, you can expect me to see some fashion in the episodes. Looking at people's eyebrows is out of the fucking okay, question. No, but they're so long. What, do they go down to her chin? Like, they might as well. <laughs> they're like going like past her eyes. It's, it's insane. They're insanely long. I'll take your word for it. Let's move on. <laughs> no, Fritz is being set up as the bad guy in this episode, Gee. or one of them, because he's under the spell of Moloch. Oh, and Jake Hell's like, gee, Fritz, you've been clocking a lot of computer time recently. He's working on a special project, apparently. And will she like it? She's going to die. <laughs> so is, <laughs> is that a thing, like clocking computer time? I don't care about any of this. It's all terrible. But yes, Fritz is doing the classic Buffy villain thing God, of... he's the worst. ...foreshadowing some doom in a colloquial way. And he just, like, looks so creepy. You're like, everyone should be suspicious of this guy. <laughs> he looks super scary. Never trust a Fritz, okay? But to be fair, he did give that absurd speech about being jacked in before <laughs> Moloch was released. So, like, yep. clearly this is just Fritz. Oh, boy. Oh, and then, so, oh, I like this. Here's the best scene. <laughs> the best scene of the episode. Because oh. we cut to the courtyard oh. of the school. Oh, yeah, we A do. location that we've seen a lot. And we see a kid on his laptop. <laughs> I was so jacked up for this scene. Oh, I remembered it clearly. Yeah. It's amazing. 90s laptop is so good. Yeah, it's, it's so good. It just looks so stupid. Only half of it is screen. <laughs> right? Like, the, where a normal screen is on the laptop... Cut that in half, and then you pivot that up, and that's the screen. The rest of it is bulk. What's the design there? Who who was like, yeah, this is sleek looking? <laughs> oh, the nineties. They loved it. So he so he's freaking out because someone has been in his files. Uh, yeah, there's a bunch of background characters all through this episode being like, oh, my internet connected thing is misbehaving in some way. Blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> they're just gonna they're, they're like you know they want you to know. That the internet is everywhere, so Moloch is everywhere. Yeah. Can his laptop even connect to the internet? Oh, I doubt it. Like, what does it have? He needs a network card at the very least. <laughs> and, like, doesn't he need... Like, he'd need a cable, I assume. Yeah. There's a Wi-Fi, yeah. like... In the school? <laughs> right? The free school Wi-Fi? Yeah. <gasps> um, so Willow comes down the stairs in some, like, super purple tights. They are <laughs> so purple. Her legs are incredibly purple. She... I don't think she interacts with Dave at all. She kind of like walks by him and finds Xander instead. Uh, Xander is <laughs> gross about yep. no longer being fawned over by Willow. He's like, I don't trust this Malcolm guy. He's taking away the source of unrequited love yeah, like he's, that I so crave. He's being all flirty with her and then she has she wants nothing to do with it and then Buffy like makes fun of him but doesn't say like, hey, maybe you're a horrible person. She just is like, oh, you're not the bell of the ball anymore. Yep. Guess you're kind of jealous. is doing some classic Xandering by dropping the V word out loud. He always, he always talks about vampires. Talks about vampires. He Why? cannot help himself. Oh my God, you're in the school. Right. So do you, do you want to, I know you don't want to talk about what they talk about in this scene because you already complained about it once. <laughs> I just remember that Xander at one point says that he could go online and pretend to be a high school student. Right. And Buffy says that he is a high school student. And I just have laughter in my notes <laughs> because this is so clearly not true. 
it's so clearly not true. Yeah, no, it's just the point of like, oh, anyone can say they're anyone on the internet. You don't know what's true or not. They can? <gasps> I thought the internet would stop them from doing that. I know, Dave. I know that you're very shocked. But yeah, they, they're like, oh no, Willow's met a circus freak who's going to murder her. And then yeah. they're kind of like, oh, ha ha, that's not true. But like, you know, it's kind of true. Yeah, it's very true. They, they cracked it. So that's good. Yeah. I mean, Buffy says some things in this episode that are really dumb, but she also mentions like meeting the person that you know from online in a crowded space. Yeah. Which is, I feel like, fairly accepted wisdom at this point. With some friends around, maybe, or yeah, someone knows absolutely. where you are. Yeah. Right. Well, and she yeah, makes no, the that's... point of like talking to somebody and then like physically meeting them are two very different things as well, right. which is an important thing to consider for sure. Mm -hmm. But I mean, like I'm, these days, online dating is so prevalent that yeah, people people generally know these things. I feel like in '97 it wasn't that unheard of. <laughs> No, no, but maybe... They're making a big deal of it in this episode because <laughs> it's a high school show and they have to have the very special message. And yeah, I get it. People <laughs> online can be different people. <laughs> like, they are retreading this so hard. They just want you to know about the dangers of the internet, okay? One of those is that you might get hypnotized by a demon and become like Fritz, who oh, is wow, yeah. repeating over and over to himself, I'm jacked in. I'm jacked in. Oh, I'm jacked and, in. Uh, as he carves Moloch into, into his arm. His arm. Yeah. So, so good. That it made, I like, I don't know what the point of that was. It seemed like a waste of 15 seconds. But Yeah, just time filler. Yeah, and so Buffy's getting changed, presumably for Jim or something, and Willow rushes in, and she overslept, and Buffy's like, till fifth period? That's <laughs> right. not like you, Willow. You're acting so differently. Yeah. And so Willow's super defensive, blah, blah, blah. It's not like me to have a boyfriend. And then she admits that she actually cut class instead of oversleeping, and then... Oh, to talk to Malcolm. And everything she's talking about makes it sound like this weird pseudo-relationship or whatever she's got going on is pretty abusive. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of, like, Malcolm said you would say that. <laughs> <laughs> Buffy talks to Dave at some point, oh, not me. No, no, um, this was a great scene. She just wants to trace an email, Dave. Oh, God, the e-letter. E-letter, right? No, she didn't even call it an email. <laughs> What you drinking? <laughs> cider. Good. That's my second one. Uh, we heard. We should... Cider counts it too. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Um, keep my ears open. <laughs> once Dave hears that Buffy is, like, looking out on behalf of Willow, he gets very defensive about this and says that she shouldn't be looking into the matter. <laughs> just leave Willow alone. <laughs> Why can't you just leave her alone? Leave her alone! Leave Billy alone! Yeah, and so then Buffy, her initial thought is like, are you Malcolm, Dave? Mm. Which, I mean, would still be a little creepy, but obviously would be way better than the truth. Oh yeah, absolutely. But no, he gets all weird and he's like, leave me alone. And he, I don't know if he runs away or whatever. Buffy's got some huge rings on in this scene. She loves those huge <laughs> rings. Goddamn. So Buffy's <laughs> conflicted. She doesn't know what to do. Her friend seems to be in trouble of some sort. Uh, so she goes to talk to the G-Man. And he has no idea how to help her because computers. Yeah. He dislikes computers. Surprise, surprise. Do we know Giles' first name? I think we do. I think 
he must introduce himself in episode one. Is it Mr. <laughs> Mr. No. Giles? Do you, do you want me to tell you his first name? Anthony. Do you have any idea what it is? It's either Mr. or Anthony. I'm it's feeling Rupert. confident. Oh, yeah, it is Rupert. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. I'm sure they've said it by now. That'd be insane. Super duper Just Rupert. Just have him be Mr. Giles. I'm like, <laughs> oh, if he never had a first name. Ah, uh, he's a ghost. So good. <gasps> <gasps> Shit. Season That'd be two a great reveal. twist. Oh. No one else can see him. Mm. This fanfic you're writing is just stellar. <laughs> <laughs> Only Jesse knows, Dave. <laughs> oh, the entire series is just a story written by Jesse. God, the last episode of season seven is him closing the book, laying down his pen, and being like, wouldn't that be something? And then he goes off to talk to his friend Xander. Oh god. <sighs> that's some commitment if you're gonna <laughs> that's some commitment to the to the fanfic. <laughs> god, I don't even want to know what, what character I mean obviously you're gonna make Giles and Joyce get married. <laughs> you already talked about how you wanted that to happen. It should happen. <laughs> uh, anyway, Dave shall be followed because he's acting suspicious as fuck. And Buffy's like, what, should I wear dark glasses and a trench coat? <laughs> oh, it's so yes. stupid. Yeah. Yes, you should. Right. And then so Dave gets in a car. The and he car. Drives away, and Buffy follows him. Somehow. On foot. <laughs> like, does she take a cab? Like, she's Slayer fast. But, like, if she's sprinting. <laughs> <laughs> following him on foot. He looks in his yeah. rearview mirror and just sees Buffy. <laughs> Peeling out at 50 miles an hour. And like Terminator running, obviously. Oh yeah, obviously. Because <laughs> she's basically a Terminator. She's got to go fast. <laughs> right. So yeah, I don't understand at all how she follows him. But let's let's move on. That's the least of our problems, right? Yeah. So he goes to some weird industrial building that has CRD written on the side. And oh no, Buffy gets seen by a security camera because Moloch's in one computer, so he's in all of them. This is our second enhance. Uh, let's the, just the camera also enhances. Go straight to our first segment. It's coming a oh. bit late. This is a little segment called Techno Babble. Hmm. If we can reroute engine power through the primary weapons and reconfigure them to Melvar's frequency, that should overload his electroquantum structure. Okay, I'm done reconfubling the energy motron or whatever. I mean, I think I can infer. Go for it. I mean, I already know, so I don't need to infer. The crazy, crazy things people say to make themselves sound smart yeah. about technology. That is a bunch of bullshit nonsense. It's happened a lot in this episode. Oh, yeah. Anything where Fritz is talking, basically. <laughs> it happened before when I think J-Cal Willow... does it, too. Willow is not innocent. No, no, no. She was That's saying so point. much stuff in the first episode. Oh, God. Yeah, I, I don't know how far this will persist. They go further in the magic direction than in the technology direction generally. I mean, they had to see this episode and realize, hey, this is a mistake. A horrible, what we did is horrible a, mistake. It's a horrible mistake. Yeah, they. there's no way. There's no way that they were like, this is a solid, solid piece of television we just made. I didn't actually look up how this episode did. It can't have been good. Ratings wise, yeah. no. Like, I don't know if there would be anything really like from the actual time when it aired. Right. Or if a lot of the response to it would be after which would i mean the further you get from it the worse it gets yeah, right i'm sure by 2001 people were hating this 
Yeah. So time has not been kind. Yeah, I don't I don't know if it if it was well received like right when it came out or not. I still can't really imagine that it was because it's just hitting you so hard over and over in the face with the message. It's terrible. It's very preachy. It's so and preachy. It just you know, usually they have like a point to the episode, but it's not generally so preachy. So yeah. CRD is something that Dave went to and he's talking to a lab coat man. Buffy gets spotted by a security camera and I think Moloch talks to Fritz about how she has to die. Because she's she's too close. Mm. She knows too much. Uh, so Xander gets some exposition here, which I was very thrown by. <laughs> I was like, Xander knows something? Right? Well done, Xander. He even points out. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he, he admits, like, oh, I don't usually know things, guys. This is great. Yeah. Maybe Giles won't have to have all the exposition ever. Um, but yeah, so CRD closed last year and it was like a big deal because like, a lot of jobs were lost. Right. And it hasn't reopened because it would have been on the news. But it does look like it's open, according to Buffy's reconnaissance. So she says something about her spider sense, and Giles is very, like, spider spider sense? sense? I don't understand that cultural reference. Uh, I'm Captain America. The pop culture fuddy-duddy. Yep. And we already know that she has a vampire sense. We proved it last episode. But this is a spider sense. Yeah. So can she also sense spiders? I think so. But it is resolved that they shall break into CRD. Of course. Again, like it was resolved that she would follow Dave. They're yep, good they deciders. decide things together. So then J-Cal comes in. J-Cal. She's like, what are you guys doing here? Are you always here? Which, you know what? Good point, J-Cal. Very good point. Hey, Dave, did you write down exactly why she came by? Because I sure did. No, I did not. Oh, you're going to love it. I am. I'm sure you want to hear it again. Okay. She, she came to check the database to make sure the cross-reference table isn't glitching. Oh, my God. I forgot about that because I watched it yesterday and blocked that out. Oh, fucking what the fuck. Oh, yeah. Basically. Good. Basically. Oh, you're just so mad. It's just so great. It's I hate this so much. It's terrible. The next scene is also pretty absurd. <laughs> this is the scene where Willow, <laughs> we see Willow talking to Malcolm. <laughs> yep. And yep. The computer's reading off everything that Malcolm is saying through text to speech. Yep. And Willow is saying everything that she's typing <laughs> for the benefit of the audience. And like I understand <laughs> I understand why they did it like this. Because I don't, I don't know, I don't know how else you do it in a way that is accessible to the audience. <laughs> but no, it was, it's a, it's awkward. Oh. And I bet Allison Hannigan was like, I have to do what? Right? <laughs> like, We've already seen that she is bad at looking like she's typing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that was like the second episode or maybe third. She was looking up earthquakes. Oh, it's for the harvest. Yeah. Yeah, computer lab guy, your best friend. Yeah, she looks very unconvincing at a keyboard. <laughs> so then having her talk while she's doing it is, I think, unkind to the actress. People weren't as adept at typing at the time, so maybe they wouldn't have noticed. I guess. Malcolm knows some things about Buffy. It's <laughs> he, he says that she got kicked out of her old school. Uh-huh. And then Will is like, how did you know that? And then he's like, I read it in her permanent file. You must have told me. <laughs> Good cover. Real smooth, yeah. bro. Super convincing, especially when it's like right there in text. So like, you, you could just read it over and over yeah. again. Uh, yeah. You can't take that shit back. 
So so he's starting to get a little creepy sounding, and, and Willow... Yeah, he's trying to poison Willow against Buffy. And uh, she's not really having any of it. She's, she gets creeped out, and she turns that monitor off to make sure that... make sure the computer can't do anything anymore in this episode that is how computers are turned off and on you push the monitor button and the magic box comes on (laughs) and I feel like I'm in an episode of IT crowd and the button turns it on yeah You, you, you do know how a button works don't you no not on clothes no no there you go no there you go I just heard it come on no no that's the music you hear when it comes on no, that's the music you hear when... I'm sorry, are you from the past? Because, holy shit, have you seen a computer before, Joss? <laughs> no. I think next is a scene between Giles and J. Yep. Cal. Absolutely. Where Giles is being a snob and J. Cal's calling just, him out on it. They're just rehashing this whole thing. I mean, she's going on about how she wants information to be accessible to everyone not just white dudes which is valid like internet does spread information and giles says a great line that i did write down these musty old books have more to say than any of your fabulous web pages (laughs) i'm like you're both talking about representing text (laughs) yeah no what the fuck are you talking about giles (laughs) It's a weird argument, and again, it's just... They keep having the same conversation, essentially, and it's not its not interesting, and no, <laughs> no one wants to hear about it over no, and over. No, it's terrible. Jake she, like, she finds the book. Hey, yes, the empty... This book doesn't have more to say, does it? Fnarf, nah, fnarf, nah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, that book, I was saving it. It's a special it's a book. Diary. You're not allowed to look in it. And then he's, he's really, really suspicious... And then he, like, scurries away with the book. To be fair, it does have Moloch's face printed on the front Mm -hmm. of it. Or imprinted into it. Yeah. So he might recognize that. Did... Did the book have that before? No. Like, did somebody draw Moloch? No, it it got imprinted when his soul was was trapped in the book. That's neat. Mm -hmm. Buffy finds, finds Dave. Yeah. And he's... He's like, oh, Buffy, like, Willow was looking for you. You need to meet her in the locker room. Right. This is when Buffy begins wearing the sparkly blue tank top with the black border. And my god, is she going to wear it for a long time? I mean, yeah, the rest of the stuff happens like that day, right? Yeah, so she's, she's just got that sparkly tank top on. Yep. Oh, it's, it's real good. It's a good tank top. Mm-hmm. It's a good look, Buffy. So she goes to look for Willow because she's concerned about her friend. And uh, it's a trap. <laughs> it was a dark and stormy Fritz. <laughs> uh, the locker room is dark. We see Fritz's hand. What is clearly Fritz's hand turn on so the shower. <laughs> and Buffy's stalking around and like, that's how you get ants. Oh, is that what you want? Yep. Because that's how you get ants. Yay. And goes to turn off the shower and Dave rushes in and is like, no, it's a trap. Yeah, apparently the water was building up to the exposed electrical sockets. Or I guess, whatever. and so she she gets a she leaps out of the way, but not quite fast enough, and gets <laughs> she a little gets bit zapped, blasted across right. the room. So yeah, she gets kind of zapped, and then <laughs> but she's Dave fine. just pieces out. He's like, "My work here is done." Well, he's afraid of Fritz, yeah. as well he should be. Very well should be because. Yeah. He goes to talk to Moloch and is like, yo, I can't do this anymore. This is seriously fucked up. I nearly killed another person. And like at this point, he's just yelling at the computer. <laughs> like he's not typing. <laughs> no, you don't need to. Moloch's no. in all of the computer things because he's a computer. 
the, the microphone's good enough, I guess, yeah. And the webcam, he can use both. <laughs> right, Because right, apparently the webcams don't have microphones, which I also love. <laughs> Why would they? <laughs> yeah, and the computer starts printing out a really fucking ominous-looking suicide note penned <laughs> by Dave. And he backs up in horror straight into Fritz, who I have now nicknamed Fritz Williams. Oh yeah, that's good. I like it. And yeah, so Fritz is fully fully on the Moloch train. Oh He's yeah. He's apparently ready to just kill this guy who was presumably one of his best friends. Moloch is a mesmerizer. Like, this is his power. Yeah. He makes people love him. And that gives him power. And that's cool. Oh, Jesus. No, we... Uh, this fucking scene. No. No. The figuring it out scene? Oh, uh, yeah. You didn't, you didn't like it when they... So Giles figures out that it's Moloch. I guess from the picture, I don't really understand how... I'm not saying oh. anything. This is just fucked. Right. And then, so, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll go slow. He had a nice, he had a nice line about that dreadful calendar woman. Because <laughs> he's, he's just, just so pissed about her, like, entire persona. <laughs> uh, apparently the demon was read out by the computer. Like, you have to read the demon pages aloud in order to, to release the release demon. Them. Yes. And scanning it did that. So where is the demon, Dave? He's inside the computer. He's, <laughs> He's in the in internet. the computer? <laughs> Did you find the files? I don't even know what they look... What do they look like? They're in the computer. They're in the computer? In the computer. It's so simple. <laughs> He's gone binary on us. I'm like, so, so what you're saying is he's uh, in every computer connected to that p- computer by a modem? Uh, <laughs> I'm so... This, this is as good a time as any for the classic fan favorite segment, Jesus Take the Wheel! Jesus Take the Take it from my hands. <laughs> so Dave's done with the episode at this point. <laughs> There's one good thing about this episode, and it's the ending. The very ending. <laughs> so I guess I'll just talk. Give us a recap of, of what we do in Jesus Take the Wheel. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we allow Michaela to do the rest of the podcast. That sounds pretty good. I'll be out here drinking. <laughs> It's funny because some of my notes have uh, have her as J Cal, and sometimes I call her JC. So that really fits pretty well with this with this segment. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, this is a, a terrible episode, and I'm sure we will see other terrible episodes. It's just really awful to see it so close after Angel. So here's the thing, Dave. Uh-huh. There aren't going to be many episodes that are worse than this. Good. So that's yeah. I mean, that's the good news. Yeah, this is very near the bottom of the IMDb ranking, right? Yes. Oh, thank God. It is... I'm going to check. I don't know if it's the... No. I think the worst one's in season <laughs> there two. There are three worst ones. Oh, there my are th- God. <laughs> and so there's a season two one that I would say is probably on par with this. And yeah, then there are two season four ones that are definitely worse than this. Two season four ones? <laughs> Listen, don't worry about it. We'll get there. Are you kidding? <laughs> no, The I'm season really with Hush? <laughs> Up and down, man. Up and down. Wow. So, so I mean, those are like user-generated ratings. So they're not like the end-all, be-all of ratings. 
But I think they're probably a pretty good picture yeah. of people's general feelings, anyways. So Buffy sits down to hack the computer and get Moloch <laughs> out of it. She tries to delete the Willow file. And it gets it doesn't rejected delete. by the trash can. <laughs> And then there's a pixelated demon face on the monitor. <laughs> Moloch shows up in person <laughs> to tell them to stop fucking around. That's probably it, right? I'll just delete the whole thing. Stay away from Willow. It is none of your business. So that's what Malcolm looks like. So they they're pretty they're pretty spooked at this point. So they're like, shit, we need to find Willow. Yeah, they gotta save Willow. Buffy's gonna go check the computer lab. Yeah, unfortunately. Fritz Simmons has been here. Yeah, and he's killed Dave. Student body count? Listen, I don't know. Really? You have a count? What's a count for? Okay, I know, but like <laughs> other people have died since then. Okay, body count. Who? But like we didn't count them. What? Fuck. The count fell apart the the listeners are only listening to us for our professionalism there are body counts on other websites oh, so i really we're outsourcing it now good no i want us to be unique mm. you know like how we're so different from those other buffy podcasts we've never heard right yeah i'm right. sure we're very different from them i mean okay <laughs> we have to be don't i hope we? so <laughs> uh so dave's dead another student has died and in the school and Buffy's pretty calm about it because it's getting to be a normal thing. She's a bit upset, but yeah, she gets over it real fast. They call Willow's house to see if she's there. And I think there's a line about, like, if she's on the internet, you won't be able to call her. And I was like, <laughs> ah, the days of dial-up. Oh, good times. Oh, such good times. Willow, Willow is at home. Mm -hmm. She ha now has a crazy purple sweater on. Oh, boy. That's, like, suspiciously the same purple as her purple tights were. Yeah. I don't know why they've got her in so much purple. She comes home and no one else is home. And I'm like, oh, Moloch killed your parents. But no. <laughs> wow. I guess not. That would be quite the twist. <laughs> right? That'd be insane. Willow's an orphan. <laughs> <laughs> she goes to uh, live with Buffy. That's a different show for sure. I mean, it would amp this episode up. Give it an injection of tension or interestingness that it does not have. Oh, there's going to be tension, Dave. Your uh, favorite part is coming. Boy. <laughs> Moloch apparently needs Willow to see her. Him. Right, because she's got some internet mail. <laughs> you have mail. <laughs> you have mail. And she she's like, no, I don't want to see you. So, of course, Fritz shows up to chloroform her. Oh, hell yeah, he does. It was about now that I started asking what Moloch actually did what with Willow in particular that would make him so adamant. And that's sort of explained, but not super well. No, not really. He goes to but a lot again, of trouble for this girl. The intricacies of Moloch if are not just well documented. Killed Fritz and Dave and like all the CRD workers, I'm not sure Buffy would have ever cottoned on. Right? <laughs> Don't target the Slayer's friend, man. Yeah, well I mean, I don't know. He doesn't know she's the Slayer. He just knows she's bad news, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so Giles is at his wit's end, and <laughs> he goes to talk to Miss Calendar to see if she can help him. Well, I mean, the demon's in the, the computer, the and she knows about computers. Therefore, she's going to be able to help. But she does. And you know what? You know what, Dave? She is so much help. 
he was not wrong to go to J. Cal because he's basically like, um, there's a demon in the internet, and she's like, oh, yeah, I know. Which one? <laughs> and and you're like, wait, wait, what? And uh, then she's she starts talking about portents and and the bones she's been casting, and you're kind of like, sure. And then she's so she's like a witch sort of, How but does she, she also uses herself? computers. And um, I, I think you were pretty pissed to learn that she's a techno-pagan. <laughs> I had paused the episode just before this line happened because I was so angry at it. <laughs> and then unpaused and immediately she said, I'm a techno-pagan. And I couldn't deal with it. I nearly no. quit. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not doing this anymore. No techno pagans. So like Giles scoffs kind of when she says it because it's ridiculous and the show's not pretending it's not ridiculous. But yeah, she's got like a group of other online pagan buddies. They're like a whole thing. Oh boy. It's crazy. Yeah. We cut back to Xander and Buffy infiltrating Oh, they uh they show sorry, they show up at Willow's house. Right, uh, Buffy they do. and the Zandman. Buffy, what's she wearing right now? Oh my god. Is it reasonable? It's the most unreasonable thing I can imagine. What is it? It's a leopard print trench coat? That's exactly the phrase that I have. <laughs> and I think that's what she's wearing. For like the rest of this. Yeah, so much of this episode. Of this, like, rescue of Willow. She's like, yeah, I'm gonna sneak into the to the building with this leopard print coat on. It's like digital camo, except a leopard print trench coat. What the fuck, Buffy? So, clearly something is afoot at Willow's house. Fritz just, like, left the door open? Yeah, why not? After he kidnapped Willow, so they're like, we better go to that building that we're pretty sure they're hiding in. Right. And they are. Uh, they, they hop the fence. Yeah. And, uh, now... I think this was another favorite part of the episode for you. So I misremembered this part of the episode. I thought I had in my mind the image of Moloch in his robot form rising right. out of mist, like from a computer. I'm not sure how I thought that worked. I'm pretty sure that was a dream I've had at some point. <laughs> he has apparently been made flesh by the superior engineers of CRD, but not true flesh, robo flesh. Yeah. His costume is one budget piece of shit. He's kind of like a Cyberman. Like, I don't know how much Doctor Who you've like, watched. Yeah, no, I know what Cybermen are. And but he's kind of like a Cyberman. Yeah, like sort of a discount Darth Vader Cyberman. <laughs> yeah, he that's is a, a good... real Darth Vader motherfucker. Because he's he really like, is. he's breathing with the Darth Vader voice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, oh, my notes from yesterday. Oh, fuck, Moloch's a robot. Fuck this shit. <laughs> so, yeah, he he does his whole spiel about, like, being like, yo, Fritz, you oh, love Fritz, me? Oh, Fritz, you love me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> oh, you did. <laughs> and he just is all about snapping people's necks, like... I don't know if it's that easy or if he's just real strong. That's but he just kind of turns MO, their yeah. head to the side. Right. And it's just like, oh, they're dead. He does that to two people and tries to do it to a third in this episode. That's his his MO, for sure. Yeah, that's his signature move. <laughs> right. So right now we're kind of we're kind of jumping back and forth 
Mm-hmm. Giles and J. Cal, and then all this nonsense happening. And Buffy and Xander infiltrating. And Xander is such a goofball, he can't even jump Aww. over a fence. <gasps> why Why did we bring him anywhere? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Why he are you friends no, with this person? No superpowers. He's horrible. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, so J. Cal is putting out a flash to, <gasps> to form a circle of Talus within the internet, Dave. What are your thoughts on this? Oh my god. Yeah, Giles is like, we can't form the circle of Kalis. There's only two of us. And she's like, old man, I got this. I'll send out my ping to all my internet buddies. No. Yep. I don't like it, Michaela. And then she's like, oh, I hope that they respond soon. Because I mean... She just has to hope, like, where are these people? It could be 2 a.m. where they are. And they've got to dial into the internet. It's not an always-on thing. No, they don't it's get not just a like, message. oh, my phone has told me something. <laughs> they don't have phones. I mean, they do. They're landlines. <laughs> no, they're, they're crap. Yeah, that's fine. They use them to talk to people with their voices, like barbarians. Giles suggests that they use a computer virus, too. <laughs> <laughs> I really do like that Jenny... Treats this with the disdain it deserves. <laughs> she, she, yeah, she's really disdainful of it, and it's because it's a terrible. It's horrible. Idea. Yeah, no, it's stupid. Well, I mean, it's the kind of thing you would say if you knew nothing about computers. Yeah, which he doesn't. So it's actually like not that unreasonable that Giles said that, anyways. So everyone's on board with Moloch except for Willow, who's yeah, like, she's not on board. I don't like your robot body, even though it's like six foot five and and hella fly. <laughs> like it's pretty fly as far as as far as robo demons go right and so he's got this whole thing of like i love you willow we I, we, we should be together and she's like no and you're kind of like yo you should lie to him yeah like why are you not just lying and being like yeah cool but apparently cool. she freed him and that you know he's got a life debt to her or something but he also kills the people who love him so maybe she was done for her either way probably I, my argument is that robots can't feel love, but, <laughs> but apparently But he's like not. a robo-demon, so... Yeah. It's probably different. So everything's a computer, so everything can be hacked, including, I don't fucking know in this episode, everything. Now that he's in this robo-body, like, how is he still connected to the, to the internet? I don't know. <laughs> How's it's, your cider? It, both are empty. Good, 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 good. <laughs> That it's been 52 minutes. Nailed it. That's, yeah. <laughs> Real good. <laughs> uh, Giles and J. Cal decide to have a texorcism. Ooh. All right? That's the greatest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it's pretty Holy great. Holy fuck. <laughs> I'm so impressed. Uh, man, before Willow was talking about how it didn't matter what he looked like, what Malcolm looked like, she would she still love that. him. Yeah. And she sees him in his robo body and she's like, now I'm not on board. And you're like, hypocrite. I mean, she learned a life lesson. She should have listened to Buffy. <laughs> yeah, so while they're doing this texorcism, JC is like typing it in. Yeah. Giles is doing some really dramatic reading of the book. Yeah. And you're like, Giles, I'm not sure that that's really doing anything. Well, this isn't his first party. <laughs> he knows about exorcisms. Yeah, he's been here before with the witch. That's true. He done this. There's some music playing here that is worse than I may have ever heard before in my life. It's like a sad trumpet. (laughs) 
At least Giles looks fly while he's texercising the demon. He does. Mm. Oh, shit. Yeah. Right. Fuck. I had a pun. Fuck. Okay. Why does Giles look so dope? Because he's always exercising. <laughs> right? Uh. Right? Exorcism? Double meaning. <laughs> Got it. Nailed it. Okay. There we go. <laughs> oh, God. So good. <laughs> so good. Uh, Buffy and Sandman have shown up and they are trying to fight off Moloch who has killed Fritz at some point. He's made of steel, though, so... Yeah, Buffy's trying to punch him, and... That's not yeah. going super well. He's a little stronger than a vampire. Yeah. But, uh, luckily for her, <laughs> the texorcism is successful. Sort of? Is it? So, in the sense that it gets him... They're trying to get him out of the internet. Right. Which is what they do. So they banish him from the internet, which is good. And they just shove him all into the body. Right. But he is mad about that. He don't like that. Yeah, he liked being in the internet because it's a pretty cool place. Right. Yeah, it's got all those cats. And podcasts about Buffy. Ah! Nah. Uh, Willow tries to lay the smackdown on him with a fire extinguisher. Does not work super good. But she tries. Willow's so brave. Willow's Xander's so, so brave. dumb. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Xander gets the shit kicked out of him pretty early. And then Buffy's having a real hard time, but she is cunning. More cunninger than a demon. I mean, yeah. And he's been well actually i don't know i was gonna say he doesn't know anything about the real world because he's been in a book for like however many years no he was in the internet he knows everything but he was he yeah he literally knows everything so he has no excuse for the trick that she plays on him other than he's just kind of dumb she stands in front of a power like a power box and he goes to punch her and she dodges out of the way in a trick that we have seen so many times in various mediums and he punches the power box and it overloads all of his robo-circuits, and he explodes. Problem solved. Demon <laughs> banished. just leave. Or killed or something. Yeah. So there's, like, a huge robot and, like, a dead student yeah. at this CRD building now. And I'm assuming all the other people that were under Moloch's influence have woken up. And there must have and been a few of them. horrified? I don't know. Yeah. Right? But no, there you go. Yeah. Problem solved. Wrapped it up. Yeah. <laughs> And so then we're all good here. Let's go the next day. <laughs> so Giles gives a little visit to J-Cal because, Yo. you know, they need to talk about things. Yo, his tie is so baller. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I didn't notice. Man. It's such a baller tie. Oh, my God. He's looking fly as hell. I was distracted by how terrible this episode was. <laughs> so they, they sort of try to make peace with each other at this point. Sort of poorly. But, yeah, he at one point says that he will see her anon. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, buddy. What the fuck ever. But he tries to, to explain why he doesn't like computers. And he's just so charming that you're like, oh, what he's saying is stupid. But I kind of like it. He, well, he's talking about how books are better. And J.Cal rightfully points out that the book is the one that had the demon in it. And, like... <laughs> Giles, what the fuck are you talking about? And yeah, he loves the smell of books. And I'm like, yo, Giles, most of that is mold. Don't breathe that in too much, bro. Yeah, because like his, his, a lot of his books are real old. So like there's real a lot of mold old. in there. Yeah, he's going to have lung problems. I have never understood this line. Okay, so... Every time I've ever heard it, I have never... I think I'm, I'm going to set it up for the listeners. Okay. Giles has come back to J.Cal because he has found an earring of hers. Am I on the right track? Yeah. Good. Right. 
Right, he, that's his, That's his like, oh, I needed to see you for this. Right, that's his opening <laughs> gambit. Yeah. He returns it to her and says something about, like, next time hopefully she won't lose an earring or something. Is that what he's talking about? Because he says something about dangling something from, like, a corkscrew. Uh, the, the earring is slightly corkscrew-ish. Oh. It looks okay. like a corkscrew. And he's okay. talking about how it's an earring that was hers. Yeah. And she mentions that it's not an earring. Wink, wink. I just winked twice. Well, what the fuck is it then? Nipple or... <laughs> further south i'm assuming so but it's so dangly and how did i mean if it's further south that doesn't just like come out of your pants like that's a lot of activity to make that happen so i'm assuming her nipple ring slipped off her dangly dangly nipple ring is that what we think the conversation does she have a matching one on the other side does she get home and look down and was just like, fuck, I'm yeah. never finding that shit. So yeah, so if that's what the conversation <laughs> is, I understand now why I've never gotten it. <laughs> because yeah, she all sexily says, that's not where I dangle it. And right. you're like, so first of all, the word dangle is disgusting. <laughs> so let's stop saying that. <laughs> Second of all, what the fuck does she mean? And then Giles looks all like, Awkward, flustered, intrigued. Right. Because it's all sexy flirting. But, man, that can't have come out of her pants. (laughs) There's no way. But why is there only one of it? And why is it so dangly? Even if it came out of her pants, why is it so dangly? That's not pleasant. I feel like this is not at all what they were talking about. And Really? Somebody's... Like, listen. One of our listeners has got to write in and be like, yo, you missed a point real bad. Fucking tell us what this is about. But it's all flirty and sexy. Like, (laughs) it's got to be something non-conventional. It's not like, oh, that's my nose ring that you never see me wearing. I mean, she is a techno-pagan, so. (laughs) God. Uh, I hope that I forget that word immediately, but I don't think I will. I'm going to say it all the time, just in case. I'm going to introduce her as J. Cal Technopagan whenever she comes into a scene from now on. We finally get to the best part of this episode, which is the ending. And it's not just good because it means that the episode is over, although that does make it better. Willow is complaining about all her boy trubs, and then Buffy pipes up and is like, Yo, you remember when I was in love with a vampire, right? Like, yesterday. <laughs> and Xander's like, oh, right. And then I was in love with a bug lady. <laughs> a giant praying mantis. Yep. And they're like, ha, we're all fucked. And they have a nice <laughs> little laugh about it. And the episode could have ended there, but they stretched it out that extra 30 seconds as they yeah. all just realize what they've said. And their faces crash. And it zooms out on that. Yeah, they do it so well. It's so uh, good. It's, it is really well done. It's like the one good thing about this episode, other than that fucking laptop, which <laughs> listeners don't watch this episode, but do look up the laptop that they're using. See, my my thought is that anyone who's listening to this episode probably saw this episode. Oh, no. So, like, it's far too late to save them. I'm sure some people haven't, and you can no still save safe, yourselves. No one is safe, Dave. No one is safe. So if you 
are a network executive and you see this episode. See, this isn't a good this isn't a good uh, example because if, you would cancel a show that had this <laughs> <laughs> like immediately. It, yeah, it, even if I had seen the rest of this season, I would have been like some showrunner thought that this was good enough to air. You're fired. You're all fired. You'll never work in this town again. So you fired Joss. Yeah. I disgrace his name. (laughs) Uh, So that's about what I expected. Yeah. And yeah. Michaela, what's your top outfit for this episode? It's It's the leopard print. Trench coat? Trench coat, obviously. It's so bizarre. It's the strangest thing. And not only, just like the situation she was wearing it in really made it that much better for me oh god like it was like on the this the save willow mission yeah it's Let's so serious this, this trench coat on and yeah like was i guess they weren't trying to sneak <laughs> um, i don't know this fucking episode so so dave i don't know if you're gonna remember the next episode because it's not as memorable as this it's called the puppet show oh is it about puppets Maybe. I mean, it sounds like it's about puppets. It does. Uh, So I'm going to guess. I don't remember this episode at all. I'm going to guess that it is a Chucky-style evil, like, puppet that comes alive. And in fact, now that I'm saying that, I'm thinking that might be exactly what it is. Like, ventriloquist (laughs) puppet that is doing evil shit. But I think there's a twist, because there's always a twist in these episodes. Oh my god, I'm remembering this more and more, maybe, or I'm just making it up. This journey you're on is really exciting to me. Oh my god, I think it might be the ventriloquist. I think there's a scene where, like, they open up the puppet case and the puppet's just in there, and it was someone else the entire time. I'm gonna need more podcast fuel. I'm not gonna tell you anything, because... Are we looking forward to it? No. (laughs) (laughs) But, but, this is not... An episode that is worse rated on IMDb than iRobot Eugene. Correct. And I can take some solace from that. <laughs> and I believe it is higher rated than Teacher's Pet as well. This is an episode that made me drink not once while we were recording the podcast, but also while I was watching it so that I would forget. And God, I hope that works. Nothing can be worse than this, right? This episode is, is more highly rated than I would have put it. So, okay. Maybe maybe it's not as bad as I remember. It might be pretty bad still. I'm looking forward to it. But again, our bar is so low. If anyone wants to reach out to us, we can be reached on the Reddit buffy.reddit.com where this episode will be posted. We can also be reached on Tumblr where I am at @tumblrlinley. Michaela, I'm at @tumblrweed. Nice. And, of course, hashtag all your tumbles with welcome to the hellmouth. So that we see them and can tumble with them. Right. If you actually want to talk to us, reach out to us at our Gmail account, beyondvanu.hellmouth at gmail.com, or our much worse Gmail account, welcomehellmouthpodcast at gmail.com. And until next time, farewell Farewell from from the the hellmouth. hellmouth. Hellmouth.
Hellmouth. Hellmouth. Hellmouth.